Hey, what up fam? It's your boy Norm, and I would like to welcome you to episode 67 of the Evangelical Norm. Um, today I want to talk a little bit about, and I'm just going to jump right into it, um, <clears throat> talk about tolerance. So we've gone through these last couple of weeks of um, just watching... I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, the process worked. Again, I don't know that Kavanaugh was the justice that I wanted to see on the Supreme Court. I don't think he's a pro-life voice that we want. It's He's not going to affect Roe at all. And so, but he was... He, he needed to be given the due process that he was. Um, yes, we want to believe survivors, but we have to have, there has to be evidence. There has to be, you know, you can't come out 36 years later and not know where it happened, when it happened, who was there. You know, all these things, the details were just sketchy. So, again, I mean, I don't want to rehash the whole thing. Um, true justice will happen uh, when we're all on the other side. When Jesus comes back, justice will be served, one way or the other. Um, whether the accusations were false, and there will be justice in that direction, or if they were true, and just by some stretch of reality he managed to get beyond that okay justice will be served in that essence but the again trying to find the word to describe it sufficiently because I don't think any any word describes the polarization um, to such an extreme that there is in, in our country um, between Republicans, Democrats, liberals, conservatives. I, I consider myself to be very conservative, but I, you know, a lot of the people that are claiming to be conservative along with me are not. Um, so it's almost, it's almost the same thing that happened a few years back where people were trying to abandon the term Christian at, for Jesus follower because of all the baggage that Christian carries. And now it's, it almost feels as though I want to distance myself from the descriptive. I mean, I've already distanced myself from the Republican party. That was easy. Once they, once they picked a man who wrote books bragging about his exploits and his adultery and things like that and being completely unrepentant of it, uh, I left the Republican Party. I became independent. And so that was easy. Conservatism is a different thing. And as much as I really want to distance myself from that term right now because of the baggage that it carries, part of being conservative is conserving what conservatism is. Um, I don't, I wish I knew a way that, that a guy in 
North Ogden, Utah, with 25 subscribers, 26 subscribers to his YouTube page, 678 followers on Twitter, um, could influence things a little more. And as time moves on, I will. You know, whether that means going into politics, whether that means, um, I don't know, finding a, a, a larger platform, a larger voice. Uh, but conserving conservatism has to happen. We have to maintain this. And so when you have people like Trump, when you have people like uh, Hannity, um, and I mean, I'm just pulling names out of a hat at this point of people who claim to be conservative but do not maintain conservative values all the way across. I mean, I guess Hannity pretty much is, but the way he's become a Trump lackey I, I don't even want to consider him conservative anymore. But again, there's such this polarization um, across party lines and so on. Um, and it's it's painful to watch. It really is. Especially, and again, coming at this from a, a Christian point of view, from a Christian worldview, it's painful to watch, uh, especially as it drags Christian brothers and sisters into, and, and I don't know if it drags them in, but they willingly go into a, just a state of ugliness against the other side. I mean, people that I know personally who you know, would compromise their Christian witness uh, to call liberals things like libtards and and so on you know just un and, and true i'm i'm the first guy that will say being christ-like sometimes includes fashioning whips and overturning tables and it is i mean pointing out reality pointing out things that are true um calling it like it is uh even sometimes sarcasm and stirring the pot can be Christ-like attributes. I don't know that, well, and even, I mean, if, if and someone's going to throw this out at me, so I'll address it initially. I mean, Jesus even called the Pharisees whitewashed tombs, so he called them names um, to a point. But name-calling is, is really childish, and I don't think it, it falls into a Christ-like attitude. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's late on a Sunday night. Um, but watching, I mean, what? I, I've become used to watching the vile things that come from the left, the the side of tolerance, except for things that they don't want to tolerate. Um, but to watch people who claim to be Christians uh make statements that are appalling you know looking at people who claim to be christians who tell people you should kill yourselves it's too bad your parents and this is uh, this is uh, it's going to feed into the video i'm going to play here in a second and so on um maybe i'll just jump into that because there's there's one comment and i'm not going to show it i'm not going to out the person who said it. I don't even know who they are. I, I just caught it in the, the, the comments. But 
there are times that that comments coming from those who claim to be Christian are just horrifying. Um, I'm sure all of you have seen it by now. Uh, and again, this is the side of, of tolerance that we see this action on and this this pro-choice kid who kicked the, the roundhouse kicked the pro-life girl claiming to be aiming for her phone, which he probably was. Uh, Jeff Durbin has a great thread on Twitter, I believe, or YouTube or Facebook, one of those where he lays out the reasons why the guy missed the phone. And, and if you don't know, Jeff is um, a very, I don't know, black belt, whatever. I mean, I don't know the, the levels of skill and so on, but he's a very skilled martial artist. Um, very, very, very skilled martial artist. Um, you know, can probably like snap you in two with a sideways glance. Um, you know, Chuck Norris has nightmares about Jeff Durbin. Maybe not, but it's fun to say. I'm, 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 I'm jumping on the Jeff Durbin is, is greater than Chuck Norris train. Um, so, but, um, completely sidetracked uh so jeff durbin has a funny video about this kid and why he missed and so on and pointing out his lack of technique and and then of course pointing out the obvious uh that a man never strikes a woman whether you're trying to kick her phone and here here's one of the things that is so boggling what makes you think it's okay to kick her phone Destruction of private property, which you'd already done. I mean, the kid had already gone and uh, destroyed some of her signs and so on. So I want to watch this video and then I want to talk about it. And then I want to talk about how I failed in my response to this and how so many Christians are ruining their witness over this. But I just want to, if you haven't seen the video, if you've been under a rock somewhere, I want you to, to go ahead and see it. So we're going to play this real quick, um, and then we'll we'll move on from there. So, again, he's already destroyed public property. What, what makes you think this is okay? Um, but now he's going to go in and try to straw man argue his way out of uh, the, the issue. And somehow that arguing for whatever reasoning he's going to try to argue for the good of abortion uh, takes away the fact that you've destroyed some of their their signs and private property. Somebody, and they're like, I, I'm a 16 year old and I can't have this baby. They just keep it? It's a baby. Yes. If someone was raped and she gave birth and she decided to kill her three year old child. So here we go. I, I mean, just the, the way that he like sets up for this is, is just mind-boggling to me. I mean, calculating out and obviously not very well trying to calculate out his outright assault on this young lady. The the defender of women's rights 
is right now preparing to physically assault a woman. Now, he said, I'm just trying to kick her phone. Still falls in the category of assault, dude. The immediate, I meant to kick your phone. Well, you didn't. Alright, so, there you go. Um, so, my immediate reaction was, we went through and, and someone had posted it and basically say, we're trying to figure out who this guy is. They wanted to help identify him, and I was down with that. So, I shared the Twitter post, I even shared something on Facebook, to get the picture of this kid out there. Oh, excuse me again, I'm sorry. To get this picture out there so they could identify who he was. So, um, they did. They found out who he was. Apparently, he was fired from his job. Um, going to have charges pressed against him, obviously, by this young lady. Um, so, all that was done... And then I started finding the, the, the links with his um, name and so on. And so I took the video, added his name, and I posted it on Facebook. And I've yet to remove it. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where it's like it's been days and it's been almost forgotten about. But um, I have not yet removed it and I will go back and remove it. Um, but I was like, here's this guy. His name is Jordan Hunt. Let's make him famous. And, you know, and it was just a, uh, a I don't even want to say it was a knee-jerk reaction because it was, it, was, it was definitely thought over as I thought about it. And it was just an angry reaction. It was, it was an out-of-anger reaction. And I don't think it was an out-of-a-righteous-anger reaction. Um the initial sharing, the initial anger of just wanting him to be identified so that justice could be served, I think that's a righteous anger reaction. But posting it after the fact with his name, with just the intention of, of publicly shaming him, which, I mean, with my limited sphere was not much, but it had already been done, and I just joined the bandwagon of, Let's shame the heck out of this dude. Um, and that, I don't think, is a Christian response. An appropriate Christian response. And and whether or not I can... I mean, I don't know if his, his Twitter feed is still active or anything like that to, to be able to ask for forgiveness for that. But the point being in here, one of the videos that I saw where he was there and I'm going through the comments and again I'm used to seeing vile comments from the left because it's to be expected but to see the 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 horrible horrid horrible pick a, pick an adjective um, things that conservative Christians have posted on this kid's Twitter feed, on this guy's 
on the YouTube page that initially shared the video on all these different things to see how ugly Christians are being um, is mind-boggling and one woman one one comment in particular that caused me to step back and really think about this was the, the Christian woman who um, posted on this guy's on the video or the link or whatever that it's too bad your mom didn't have an abortion. And it, it struck me, this again, I went through this lady's profile and I'm not going to out her like I did him, um, compound one sin with another, but uh, to even see someone who, who claims to be, one, as, you go, as I went through her page, she was supposedly very pro-life, two, she was Christian, um, had actually one of the first posts I saw was she's quoting Spurgeon, um, conservative, you know, everything. She's on our side. And I was absolutely disgusted by that specific comment. Because again, we are the, I'm not going to say the party because it's not about party at this point. We are the the side of life and the side of truth and the side of uh, second chances, I guess, repentance, uh, understanding that the Holy Spirit convicts of sin and can change a person, even this guy. But yet we suddenly become the Westboro Baptist Church Anytime it's something like this. I mean, this is a horrible, horrible thing. This was a cowardly act that this punk kid did, and it's not right. Oh, and then the other thing that I saw, and this is where I ended up, uh, I'm glad I kind of went there because I remembered some, another thing. There's a, actually, this video was posted by a group called Don't Trust the Media. So, of course, it's this right-wing conservative group that is saying you shouldn't trust the media because of course fake news and everything else and they laid out they said in the description and it's very easy to find out everything well not everything they said was wrong but they basically said that their clickbait was pro-choice guy roundhouse kicks pregnant mother in the stomach so here's the thing, Christians, and I don't know if this Don't Trust the Media is a Christian organization or not, but if you're going to state and fake your name, Don't Trust the Media, don't falsify facts. And Christians, and Christians do this a lot. I've, I've seen it and I've, I've noticed it, that the Christians will exaggerate uh, things um, to make it worse, you know, if, you know, if a guy stole a car, yeah, you know, just as an example, they will say, oh, he armed, armed robbery, stole a car with three babies in the back seat and drove them off an embankment into a river. Well, knowing that none of that stuff happened, dude just walked up and yanked someone out of their car and took off with it. But the stories get, and it, and it, it, I've seen it happen with Christians. Um, you know, famously, Christians love to use the Dar. It's, a, it's and it's like the Darwin's deathbed conversion, 
which we have no evidence that it ever happened. But Christians like to take and use things that they can say, if we can, if we can find an atheist or we can convince people that Darwin converted, well, obviously they should, they should convert too. If this guy likes this and it's the associative property, if this guy likes this and that likes Jesus, then you should like Jesus or, you know, essentially that kind of thing. But we think if we can take, and I mean, we don't exaggerate. We don't lie about anything. The facts in this case are, are enough to understand that this was a horrible, vile act. But to change it into something that is so much more, far worse when it's false, it's not Christian, it's not conservative, you're the and and don't trust the media Facebook page. You're the reason you are actually embodying the reason why people don't trust the media. You literally took a story on your page that says don't trust the media and you fabricated bits and pieces of it to make it seem so much worse. This is not how we can be on the right. This is that not how we can be as Christians? This is not how we can be, period. We don't do, if we're going to fight against it, we don't, I mean, whether someone's going to say it's fighting fire with fire, that's ridiculous. It's, it's fighting fire with gasoline is what you're literally trying to do. And you're killing your own credibility. But then I had people that were um, coming at me. All, all I did was point it out that he kicked her in the shoulder and she was not pregnant. Those are the things I pointed out. And of course, everyone's like, oh, so that's okay. You condoned it. No, I never said I condoned it. You didn't look, read before you think, read and think before you respond. You know, but far too often, and in, in, in the age of Trump especially, we just respond. People just respond rather than thinking it over and, and trying to figure out, you know, uh, the whole acronym, which I don't always buy into, but it is it true? True? Is it helpful? Is it inspirational? Is it uh, something? Is it kind? I don't remember what the N stands for, and I don't think those things always have to be. But I mean, it's not a bad standard to try to look at. Um, I mean, otherwise you're no different than this dude. You're really not. You know, and to, to make a statement like too bad your mom didn't commit have an abortion is just vile in my eyes. And so again, I'm going to come back to the same thing that I was saying last week. Christian, if you are willing to make statements like that, if you claim to be Christian and you are willing to tell someone else who is an image bearer of God, it's too bad that their mom didn't have an abortion, so we don't have to have this interchange, so you couldn't have done... I mean, that that's vile. And if you're willing to make a statement like that, you need to check your witness. You need to check your face. You need to really look and examine yourself to see if you've ever truly repented and put your trust in Christ. Because that's not the attitude of a, of a repentant person. And even my own action of just adding his name to the link that I had already shared and just making the statement, even making the statement, let's make this guy famous. 
I just wanted to shame him. I just angrily wanted some kind of revenge that I don't even deserve because nothing, I don't know the girl. There was, I was in no way affected by this except for the fact that I was angered that someone would, one, be willing to destroy public property, two, treat a woman like that, um, and three, just that that the mindset that is out there is that it's okay to do these things. All the protests that we're seeing about Kavanaugh, um, people blocking the streets, people uh, accosting people in elevators, people forcing senators and their wives to leave the restaurants where they're eating. This is wrong. All of this. I mean, protests are okay, but it, it is going way too far. It has gone way too far. And the majority of it is on the left. But there's some of it on the right, too. And as someone who is on the right, I want to clean up my own house. I can't deal with those people. I can deal with those people after my house is cleaned up. After the people who claim to wear my jersey, who claim to be on my team, who are actively scoring in the other goal. Because don't trust the media. Lying about this story and adding these extra alternative facts is scoring in the other guy's goal. And you're wearing my jersey. It's the reason why I don't want Trump where he is. Because he's put on my jersey and he doesn't represent my team. Kavanaugh. Lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court. Not going to address Roe at all. I'm almost willing to guarantee it. This dude is not going to be the pro-life judge we want him to be. I don't know that Gorsuch even is. We've got no evidence of, of where they stand. I seriously doubt that in this time frame of the court, until the next justice is appointed, whether Trump or whoever gets to do that, there, there's not going to be any serious change within the court. I don't even know that the court will address Roe, ever. If we had a Mike Lee on there, maybe. But without a, a real true pro-life judge, I mean, we're literally, by putting him on the, on the court, we're giving the Democrats what they want without them even knowing that that's what they want. They just want to oppose this guy because he's a Trump appointee. But, you know, he's probably the best justice to go on the court for them. Because he's not going to be the swing vote to overturn Roe. He's not going to be the swing vote to overturn the ACA. Any of those things. He's not going to be it. He may be a bit conservative. But he's not as conservative. So sorry. He's not as conservative as we need. And he's not. And so, but again, I, I side, get sidetracked. Christians, we need to respond better. We need to clean up our house and the way we respond. We need to not vote people in or make Facebook posts just because it's going to piss off the left. We can't do that. It's not right. It's not Christian. You know, if you think you have a, something that you're going to post that has a valid point and a valid reason, and it's probably going to piss off the left, well, then post it. If you're digging and looking for stuff to post just because it's going to tick off the left, 
It's not right. It's not Christian, and it's not appropriate. So that's my my idea. On it. That's where I stand. Um, I'll probably I I will reach out to this kid, um, ask for forgiveness for my part in that. I will remove the 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 second post that I did to make him famous. I won't remove the one that I did initially trying to find him, even though he's now been found and identified and hopefully dealt with. But again, we have to we have to clean up our attitudes as well. We have to, you know, we expect the the party of tolerance to not be tolerant. We expect that. We know that's what we're going to get. But we are supposed to be the true party of tolerance. And we need to be so. Understanding what true tolerance is. Doesn't mean we just tolerate sin. Doesn't mean we just tolerate, you know, race issues or anything like that. You know, we we fight against those things. We war against those things. But we have to be tolerant of those just because they have a, a, a a different opinion. We can't make statements like, too bad your mom didn't have an abortion. You should go kill yourself. Blah, blah, blah. Making death threats. Any of those things. Christians, we should not be doing it. And that's where I'm going to leave it. And so, as always, preach the, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.